0: You don't want anything to go wrong, do you? No. No. <gasps> no. <gasps> look at me. Look at me. Look at my place. Look at my, look at my, look at
1: my. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's hole at the waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors. CJK conveyors. Let's
0: get the neighbour. Okay, it's Vaya and Kate. We're at the waterhole because we're here to attend. What are we attending, Kate?
2: We're attending a gig by the illustrious
0: waiting room, which is Alan Fletcher's band. Yeah, we know them better as the right prescription. Which uh, part of Melbourne are we in today? East Brunswick, at the B East. Probably not far from where Callum Rebecca did his stand-up comedy gig, if you're thinking of neighbours' terms, where we are geographically.
2: We're a lot more hipster than Erin Sparrow, let's just say. The, the funniest thing is here is that there's like three old codgers who have come up to the, the guy at the mixing desk in front of us and like one of them's like, Oh, so has Alan Fletcher been on yet? You know, is he any good? I didn't know he sang.
0: Now they're making eyes at us because we're recording. Yeah. There's going to be a stash here at the bar, I reckon. We've actually got, we've spotted the real Mrs. Carl Kennedy. She looks beautiful. She's actually
2: um, well known in herself as a TV journalist. And my goodness, she is just stunning, isn't she?
0: Yeah, she's a vision. Now she's a radio newsreader, so the beauty just goes to waste.
2: I'm getting increasingly alarmed by the the Codger proximity to us right now.
0: I know, my brain is part embarrassed, part I wonder if we can recruit three new Neighbours listeners in those blokes... I don't think they'd know what a podcast is, to be honest. Yeah, we would have to really dial it back. What's your name? Mel. You've got a family member that works at Neighbours.
1: He does work at Neighbours, moving sets around and seems to love it. That'd be a big workout because they use a lot of sets. Well, they work long hours, goes in early and comes home reasonably late.
0: Does anyone in your family watch the show?
1: No, honestly, no. (laughs) Sorry, no, we don't watch the show. Have
0: you seen Alan do a gig before? Never seen him before. Have you seen him? Or never. Can he sing? He likes to drop a little, a few tunes on Neighbours itself.
1: I've got to be honest, I've never heard of him. <laughs> so has he appeared in anything else? Or?
0: Well, he's been doing this for 25 years. He's been on Neighbours for two decades.
1: So he's big overseas, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was in England. I couldn't believe how much they loved Neighbours. And uh, people were ask me if Ramsey Street was real. And <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, they're mad for it. Gemma and Ed
2: have very kindly let us sit at their table. Oh, did you even ask them, Kate? I did
1: ask them, (laughs) Where
0: are you guys from?
1: Originally in England and Wales, but we live in Melbourne now.
0: Whereabouts in England and Wales?
1: Uh, Manchester and South Wales. Yeah, South
0: Wales. Have you been watching Neighbours since the dawn of time?
1: Yes, since I was four years old. Like, that was 1987.
0: And how does it compare now that you live in neighbour's land?
1: It's incredible. Like, you see the same sites, Like, everything makes more sense now. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Does it make more sense or do you just go, hang on, that's a massive plot hole. You can't get from, like, Melbourne to Geelong in half an hour.
1: So true. And also, like, where Toadie's from, uh, what's that called? Colac. Yeah, like, we drove through Colac and I'm like, "Oh, it's, it, yeah, it's really odd. And Sydney. Before I moved here, I thought, Sydney, you could just go for the day on business and you can but it's a flight like yeah Paul Robinson just used to do it at the drop of a hat
0: yeah you can do it but it's bloody annoying yeah. <laughs> and have you ever seen Ellen perform before? yes where?
1: oh loads of places in St Kilda at the Elephant and Wheelbarrow on Neighbours Nights um, we've been here before actually once uh, the Beast here before also at Urban Central Hostel which is where me and Ed met, met actually yeah.
0: that is beautiful
1: they met at a backpackers we
0: started the podcast just after the Neighbors Night Trivia Night shut down. So we've never been. No
1: way, I went 7 times. It was awesome. It was so good. I'm pretty jealous about that to be honest.
0: I know. We've got to look. We'll put it out on our agenda. They've got to someone's got to revive it.
2: Definitely, definitely. It might
0: have to be us. Ah. Uh, you I could d- be quizmaster, Kate.
2: I would have to get the perfect blend in on it, I think, I'm creating a few questions. All right. We'll outsource. We'll outsource. Okay, Alan just said that he and Jackie wrote a song 25 years ago called "Accidental Trespass," which is the song he's about to play.
1: To
0: again so Neighbours Council business today we've got a, a special guest to present it who will talk us through what we need to do this week to gear up for the Logies okay my name's Alan Fletcher I play Dr. Carl Kennedy on Neighbours and if you're a Neighbours fan we need you really badly this week to vote for us at the Logies you know we've been nominated in six categories never happened before Eve Mori nominated for Gold she's nominated for most popular actress Toadie is nominated for most popular actor
1: Neighbours has been nominated twice so we need you guys to get out and vote for us and Bonnie Anderson as best new talent cheers mate and uh, we're we're in the kitchen at the B East guys if you're wondering where we are and I want you to vote just look out for the instructions on everybody's Twitter feeds everybody's Instagram feeds so go to tvweeklogies.com.au to vote cheers
0: Thanks, Alan. And we have a couple of copies of Alan Fletcher's band's albums. We have In the Waiting Room and we have Waiting Room Live at the Elephant. We're going to give those away. All you have to do is prove you voted in the Logies. So eligible Australian residents, tvweeklogies.com.au. Enlist family members, friends that are Australian residents. Get them to vote any time between the 24th and the 30th of June. Once you've done that, tell us you've done it. Either tweet at NeighboursPod, post in the Neighbours Council on Facebook or email NeighboursPod at gmail.com and say, I voted for Neighbours or I voted for Eve or I voted for Ryan or Bonnie. And after voting closes, we will draw one recipient to win an album and one of our patrons will also be drawn out as well if you are one of our patrons on Patreon, you also get a signed copy of Waiting Room's set list from this weekend. So, vote for Neighbours, tell us you've done it, or become one of our patrons, patreon.com slash A big shout out and thank you to our three newest patrons, Keely, Jessica and Bonnie. Great to have you aboard. There'll be a naybite released in the next few days, which is bonus content. And final item of Neighbours Council business is that I've jumped into B's recording studio and I've cut a demo. It's a song parody. Jonas Brothers Sucker. It's all about Toadie. Toadie's a sucker. What's new? She says she's D and he believes it blindly. And if you want to watch it, I would love you to just search Neighbours on YouTube. We've got a YouTube channel. Check out the video, leave a comment under the video, let me know which character I should roast via song parody next. And that's the business. An addendum to that is that basically all of our Patreon funds are going to go towards possibly getting the Pod Squad up to the Gold Coast to go to the Logies. Ah! <laughs> 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 I can't, I think I can wear a Sweet Sequence Shruggalero sh- sh- because if we get media accreditation, we have to wear black. So <laughs> but we're Melburnians, we've got black. <laughs> yeah, we're sorted. Logies, this time next week, Neighbours will be there.
2: Uh, Look, I've got a saying for you, Vaya. It's an oldie but
0: a goodie. Vote early, vote often. Yes. Yeah. Often often could mean recruiting non-voters, swinging voters, convert them. Mm,
2: I've, I've already told my sister and her husband tonight Great. that I will be voting on their behalf. It's good service.
0: We are now, we've relocated back to PirateNet Studios where it's a little more podcast friendly. It's a bit quieter, it's a bit warmer. We had a lovely time watching Waiting Room's gig. That was genuinely a really good time tonight. Fletch, if you don't mind me calling you that, sir. No, he's like a friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Said that he usually, the band usually plays covers in all their old Elephant Wheelbarrow gigs. But this is one of the first times they've done a full original set list.
2: And there were some really beautiful songs in there, wasn't there?
0: Including the final number that he wrote for his wife, Jennifer Hanson. beautiful.
2: Oh, and also there was the uh, the rockabilly version of Radiohead's Creep.
0: Oh, which was meant to be the final song of the night, but the crowd demanded an encore. And yeah. I thought, where's he got, what's he got, to, what's he got to go? They've done the whole set list. And we tried to get a bit of Free As A River happening, but he would have none of it. So hopefully he does more. Uh, we now have to do our deep dive into Tuesday the 18th of June. What a return. Nanny Alice slash Heather Summers. She'll always be Alice in my heart. Yeah, she's Nanny Alice to me, or crazy Carrie Armstrong. She was, of course, the mother of fake D, Andrea. Who hoodwinked the Rebecca's by pretending to be their living nanny. Well, she had to actually be their living nanny. But while she was doing that, poisoned them with um, laced shortbread cookies. As
2: as you said in song, she put poison in Sonia's tummy. Yeah.
0: Which masked a lot of Sonia's cancer symptoms and meant that they didn't catch it very early. So, you know, it wouldn't have made a difference. But they might have had a few extra weeks of family time.
2: I feel like there's some like stage roles in being a villain for her. Like a Disney villain.
0: I think well, the Panto circuit is waiting for her. Overseas. She's great.
2: A lot of I've seen a lot of like online stuff this week talking about oh she's back again. I'm like nah nah nah. Bring me an old fashioned villain
0: any day. See all the stuff I see online about her is what an icon Alice is. Like she's got it in so many gifts. There's so many. There's the gift of Alice hiding in the bushes. Oh, she's it's, full lurk mode this yeah. week. So I think people are really embracing the camp. And how about her red leopard blouse she's been wearing? Which, I love it. Which is how she makes her debut, her return. Looking fabulous. Clearly, so the Alice wig was a wig because now she's in her long blonde locks. Not unlike Madeline West's wig, which apparently Madeline has called it this on online, but Renee, our guest from last week, said that it's called Simba. So John... <laughs> John Turner's mum Renee got to try on Simba the wig, and um, it's quite it's quite something because <laughs> it's a lion's mane, you know.
2: Notice, um, Andrea's been wearing her hair in a ponytail a fair bit this week, and you can see the full the proper
0: Madeline colour underneath. Yeah, the ponytail—it's tricky. I guess she's got a maid job at um, Lasseter's and she has to dress like a cartoon maid. Which well, is dress like a French maid for some reason. <laughs> yeah. It's really weird because I'm pretty sure when Delta was back and she had to be a maid, pretend to be a maid for a bit, she was just in like that gray with the red. The, the crab,
2: yeah. But what did Zan can wear? She wasn't quite as sexy as that, was she?
0: Oh, no, I think she was in the sexy French maid. I think mm. they did revamp it. It's
2: very questionable for some a hotel that's trying to achieve a five star rating to have. They look like they've
0: they've gone down to the costume factory. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, it's questionable. So before that happens, Nanny Alice is back. Should we just keep calling her Nanny Alice? Yeah. Because I don't know. I don't buy her as a Heather. But Andean, Andrea slash D slash Karen, whoever she is, she's sitting in Andrea's flat in, in Geelong and she's supposed to be on the lam. Like the cops are after her.
2: Yeah, yeah. Apparently, she's like public enemy number one, which is pretty amazing for the crimes she committed. You'd think there'd be actual, like, armed robbers and that, that'd be higher on the list. And she's
0: trying to avoid security cameras, but there should be a, a full call out, even just people to eyeball her. Yeah. It shouldn't matter that I think we'd security see her on cameras. It's
2: like a, a, a crime Stoppers update or something <laughs> like that.
0: And how many, like, blonde, big-eyed lasses are going to flash up onto Crime Stoppers? Exactly. It's like, you know what, she'd go viral for being, you know, like when there's always mugshots of
2: handsome men go yes. viral. They're like, oh, this rapist, yeah, oh, but check out his beautiful blue eyes. Yeah. You know, it'd be like this, check out this um, poisoner.
0: Yeah, but wow, she looks fantastic. <laughs> what does she do to her skin? Andrea shoves her in the ensuite because Willow's there, her daughter who's helping her move from her Geelong flat into the – Swish Lassiter's hotel room that Toadfish Rebecca is shelling out for. She could, I'd stick her in the bloody mezzanine at the Backpackers or the Motelness Center. Our cast don't go there anymore, but it's still a functioning mm-hmm. something. Something bed and breakfast. Who knows what it is? Bed and bed and bliss ball. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, my favorite thing about um, Andrea's apartment is that it's a studio apartment. So like, there's there's basically only two rooms to it. There's the toilet and the the rest. Mm. But did Willow not want to go to the toilet once she got to Geelong? Like, that seems chancy that she
0: wouldn't want to go straight in there. Well, you know what they would have done on the way, Kate? They would have stopped at the Maccas. Of
2: course. (laughs) Oh, actually, no. The Maccas that you stop at is on the border of Geelong. Oh. So, yeah. yeah. They would have done a
0: Maccas run for sure. Or the KFC on the freeway.
2: Oh, Another point that annoys me about the studio apartment is that it has two exits in it. Oh. It has a front door and a back door. So you come in on, as you look at the screen on the right-hand side, yep. That's yeah. where Willow
0: was knocking with yes, her arms yep. full of boxes.
2: There is a door with a deadbolt on the, the rear wall as you look at the screen.
0: Oh, I just thought that was, I don't know, a study nook. It wouldn't have a deadbolt on it, no. though, unless it was an external door. I just boot her out there and say, oh, well, just go and pretend you're hanging the washing out. Lady. Bye, mum. I don't know why Andrea's so attached to her mum. Like her mum is now a, a liability. Oh, for sure. But they're still kind of close and chummy. Um, so she sends Willow off to get gaffer tape from the hardware store because she doesn't want Willow in and amongst this because Willow's mm-hmm. now on the scent. She's like, we've got to get the cops on to Nan. This is not good. Yeah. So she's turfed out Willow and trying to set her mum straight. Also, when she's hiding in the ensuite, suite, she overhears Willow um, consoling her mum, saying, oh, Nan was so horrible to you. She locked you in a cupboard. You can just imagine like Nanny Alice at that time is going, what? Finally, we had a split screen to
2: get her live reaction on that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, she flew off the handle because uh, she's like, OK, now you're making up stories about me. Which is, you know, their mo. Those Summers women—they mm-hmm. lie. And at one point, Andrea does the old Kath and Kim. Look at me. Look. Oh, I love that. I love that. Did you? I, I got the old Kath and Kim gif out for that one. <laughs> she's like, right. We've got to get it. Stay on the straight and narrow. You got to stay out of trouble. i on the prize, which is, seems to be now that she wants to play happy families with Toadie and Hugo. Forget about Nell. What's? She's got no plans for Nell.
1: This. <laughs> this is like as
2: bizarre as end endgame being principal of Errandsboro High. Yeah. Andrea has gone through. All of this rigmarole over years, including killing Sonia, to be Toadie's wife? You can, like, buy husbands. <laughs> yeah. She had some money. She had $100,000. She could have sucked advance into things. I reckon he w- she would have
0: been right up his alley. Yeah, and, he, and vice versa. Oh, yeah, it's a strange scenario. He's
2: a lawyer, but Sherry he's a struggling suburban lawyer. It's,
0: I mean, I guess she's got this connection. She wants Hugo back. He's a cutie. Oh, he's beautiful. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, Dippy Rebecca has become the only voice of reason. Kersha was the voice of reason last week. Now it's Dippy. She firstly checks in on Toddy, Like, are you sure you want to invite Andrea back into your life? She was a con woman. I'm like, well, Dippy, you guys tried to find her first. Look, I don't know. Like,
2: Sonia went to a hell of a lot of trouble to write Andrea out of their lives. While she was very, very unwell, she hauled her ass to Tasmania, which would have been a lot of effort, to get Andrea out of the picture completely. And done. What, what's done he and dusted. doing?
0: What's, Toadie, you're the worst. And Dippy is voicing her concerns to Puffy and is like, well, what's he going to do? She's going to reel him in again. And he cracks it. Toadie overhears. And now he's grieving and vulnerable and lonely. It's easy for someone to get close
1: to him, especially someone like Andrea the hell, Dibby? Why would you Okay, Dibby's just, just worried about the whole situation. She doesn't really think that anything would happen between you and Andrea. No, I don't. And I, I, I'm just trying to look out for you. I'm, I'm sorry if I went too far. Okay, all right, fine. Just next time you've got something to say... Yeah, I will talk to you. Keep it to yourself.
0: I feel
2: like this is another scene in the lies, 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 the Toadie Rebecca story.
0: <laughs> Again, defer to my song parody on YouTube because the guy's lost his mind. Oh, he has. It's lovely that he wants to have these children reconnect with their mother and not lose that bond. But there, there's infrastructure that you can put in place to make sure that that happens in a healthy way. Supervised visits yeah, and in a ha- police station. Yeah, and you don't have to foot the bill for a hotel suite she can stay in an airbnb or something yeah or shelter the smacky caravan yeah, exactly probably... the smacky caravan somebody must own it it's probably available one of the highlights from this plot line on tuesday was towards the end of the episode when andrea and nanny atlas are having it out
2: it's all it's part of the plan i promise what
0: to make me out as some kind of a loony well you already think you're a loon you tried to kill sonia Oh, that was for a very good reason. Oh, look, look, I just thought that if they thought you treated me just as badly,
2: that,
1: that, that they'd feel sorry for me. Yeah, and what about me? What about me? Everything I've done, I've done for you. Not only trying to kill Sonia, but helping you
2: when you are out of hospital and now what? I'm the bad guy. Oh. <laughs> I did love that bit. <laughs> what
0: planet are we on? Did this, like, oh, I tried to kill someone. Yeah, but, you know,
2: I meant well. <laughs> You know, that was actually one of my favourite parts of your song parody as well, where it's showing there like Sonia lurching out of the car and I was like, oh, memories. That was
0: harrowing, that storyline, back when she was she got oh, yeah. stomach, stomach poisoning. I, it, I had a visceral reaction to that, more so than the cancer.
2: I feel like it's such a miracle that she was actually found in the bush, that there was no more miracles left to save her from the no, cancer.
0: No, That was her extra life. Mm. The hijinks continue later in the week. So she, she's moved into her apartment. What ends up happening is that she starts getting into Teraja's good graces and then ends up with this maid, this housekeeping job.
2: Oh, with like, in the most transparent ploy, like, oh, look, there's lipstick on my glass it's- and... You reckon if, if you're going to do that, you think you'd swill a bit of red wine at the bottom and like dry it out so it looks like it really is filthy rather than just lips on it.
0: And Teraj is a very competent hotel manager. I'm assuming her go-to solution for this would have been, okay, we'll comp you tonight's rate. Yeah. You're not going to be on the payroll but you can stay here for free for one night. Yes. And we'll put you in a different room yeah. that I will personally ensure is clean. And I'll, I'll upgrade you if you want,
2: mm. you know, but no, don't even give her a job. And that's particularly a job which requires a, a lot of trust as well.
0: So Tareja's compromised by saying you can just clean the communal areas, which mm. can't take much time. Is that like one-hour shift? Which is cleaning the outside of the windows. Surely they'd have someone who does that anyway. Uh,
2: Busy work. Yeah. I mean, she could take over from Ned's role now. He's kind of (laughs) taken over from Chloe's role. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Then we get a great series of images throughout the week, which is Nanny Ellis who schleps back down from Geelong and just hides in some more bushes. Which I'd just like to remind
2: everyone, it's probably like an, I don't know if she's caught PT or not, because that's probably like at least two hours by public
0: transport to get from Geelong to Erinsborough. And just to sit on a bench with your sunglasses. Like a pantomime villain. She may as well have taken a newspaper and cut the eye holes out. She needs, she needs a moustache to twirl behind as well. She just wants to keep an eye on her family, but I don't know. It seems like a lot of effort.
2: I just can't believe that someone would be able to lurk around Lasseter's, which is not the most heavily um, trafficked area in town, and just be able to get away with sitting there for hours without anyone noticing you.
0: She bumps into Kyle later in the week and acts as suspiciously as you possibly could.
2: Okay. So say you bumped into someone, you knocked their phone out of their hands, and then they picked up their phone and the screen was shattered. I'd be like, oh, sorry. And then I'd just run.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Your insurance should cover that. Bye. Hopefully yeah. you paid for phone insurance.
2: <laughs> or maybe it
0: was broken beforehand. Yeah.
2: Kyle well, just what would you offers just go- to pay for it. Yeah. No. Mm. Nah. Yeah.
0: No. It's not a car you have rear-ended. No, no, you're not (laughs) obliged to. You can just, uh, well, see ya. Oh, oh, mate, Ian's back. Ian is one of the two gingers in the photograph with potential additional D.
2: This is the the Hepburn Springs dude.
0: Crystal, full-time crystal salesman.
2: I was listening last week and I thought I'd mention that Hepburn Springs is basically a suburb, well, it's the town right beside Dalesford, which is where Lusicus and Vanessa live.
0: Yeah, and uh, when I was sourcing a whole lot of those clips for the video – I did find the episode where baby Hugo was dropped into Toadie's lap and Sonia, to deal with it, packed up Nell and went off to Dalesford to stay with the Fitzgeralds for a couple of days. So that was, you know, it's a nice retreat. And how funny that I mentioned Rose Quartz in the last episode because then Ian's gift to Andrea is Rose Quartz.
2: Rose Quartz harsh, which do you
0: know about um, Goop, a.k.a. um,
2: Gwyneth Paltrow's Jade Eggs?
0: Uh, I don't know about the jade eggs, but I know that she's got a pretentious website.
2: Well, she also sells rose quartz eggs. You what? know what? You know what? You meant to do with these eggs?
0: I shudder to think.
2: Yeah, and keep shuddering. It,
0: meant to go up your jaxie?
2: Yes, You y- hoo ha. <laughs> so that's when I saw to um, what end Ian's what <laughs> Ian's um, son <laughs> rose quartz heart. I'm like, oh,
0: okay. What's he wanted to do with this? Well, you see, because my whole th- some magazine told me in high school that it was meant to bring romance. If I'd known where you were meant to put it, maybe it would have been more successful.
2: Well, from what I've read online, do not put anything like that <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. internally, okay? <laughs> not to be taken internally. Yeah, yeah. see, Rose Quartz, uh, a stone of the heart, a crystal of unconditional love. Well, not for Vaya Pashos in high school. It carries a soft feminine energy of compassion and peace, tenderness and healing, nourishment and comfort. Well, it depends where you put it, I guess. <laughs>
2: Oh, but oh, Ian and his his crystal mess.
0: He is really trying to cash back in on the deal that Andrea made with him. Like, if you lie for me to toady I'll pay you out of my what's that horrible expression? I'll pay you out of my oh the fl- the, 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 the the hairy checkbook. It
2: <laughs> what was that? It's, it's something like that? What is it? it is it is I was, that? I was
0: going to call it a flesh wallet,
2: but yeah no,
0: I think it, I'm going to have to Google this because hairy some- checkbook does sound right. <laughs> Uh, if, she's, if she's willing to do that, why doesn't she just fully do that and make money that way? It is Harry Chick. <laughs>
2: ah <laughs> uh, anyway.
1: So Oh
2: yes. well, it's weird. Ian's like this hippie who's into crystals and shit, and then he goes a little bit kind of um toxic masculinity and is like grabbing her really firmly by the arms and We trusted you, Ian. I you know. were supposed to be a soft presence. And that, but actually the, the creepiest bit of the week was – actually I had to rewind this and show it to my husband again – was when um, Ian's like, oh, we'll go out for dinner. And she's like, no, we're not going out for dinner. And then he just hops onto the bed, lies on his side and he goes, well, we'll have dessert here then, I guess. I'm like, oh, vomit.
0: Anyone who calls it dessert, deal breaker, instant deal breaker.
2: And then he was like licking her head and her hand. And did you see how she's like wiping her face
0: with the apron? I didn't. but with also the apron? I'm still back on dessert because if someone offers me – Physical intimacy in lieu of dessert, I'm ripped off because I where's my dessert? I signed up for dessert. We we're just watching a bit of Master Chef then. There were some delightful looking desserts yeah, on there. They like made mousse out of Milo. Yeah. If you're gonna offer that, offer both things. There should not be an either or. <laughs> a bit of room service. Yes. Ian. I did appreciate that he tried to get a bit of Lanzini's action. <laughs> it's good to know Lanzini still exists. It hasn't been
2: put out of action by the um the waterhole.
0: It's probably heritage listed. <laughs> Do you reckon Kate Toddy can afford this hotel room because he's dipped into the Sonia's life insurance payout?
2: Either that or the foundation's
0: funds. Maybe Millsy's mum's paying for it. Ooh, the West Waratah star's going to love this. Funnelling, oh. charity, money. I reckon the AFP will love it too. Oh. That's a bit of fraud. Kate, this would have outraged you because I know it did because it outraged me. Young Willow is looking to continue her studies. She wants to get into, where is it? Aeronautical engineering for tertiary education. She still wants
2: to? I guess, okay. All right. Well, that's just part of RMIT, isn't it?
0: I guess. I did enjoy that she and Yashvi had a full scene where they were talking about their education. That was nice. Oh, yeah. Becker-
2: Yashvi um, pulled the old, the, the line from Greece, we're going to rule the school.
0: <laughs> so what? She's missed a few days. Of, it's holidays. So whatever. She's worried that if she stays to check up on her mom, she's going to get behind in school. And Todi's solution to pull her out of Port Macquarie where she's been living with her biological father.
2: This doesn't make sense. This is a plot hole of plot holes here.
0: We're in the middle of Year 12. There are some subjects that have mid-year assessments Mm. that she's either just done or just about to do.
2: Which – and seeing if she's wanting to do like a science or an engineering degree, she would be doing a lot of maths and science. So a lot of them would have had mid-year exams. And there's
0: no guarantee that every high school has the exact same subjects. Oh, particularly inspire High. That, 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 that would not be a preferred school for a lot of people in the area. No. Like, for example, my school didn't offer media studies. So if someone wanted to transfer and do that, they couldn't. So she she can't just assume that all of her preferred subjects she can just swap into. Well, it's not only that. You can't swap schools midway through
2: year 12. You would. It doesn't even make sense in any which way at all. I thought we heard at the end of last year that she'd finished year twelve. That's what I thought too, and I guess can somebody please go back and fact check it for us?
0: I remember that she was worried about how her exam results were going to go to Toadie and then she called him and said she'd done really well, and maybe I guess that was year eleven exams.
2: I guess it must have been. Maybe, but maybe I, she didn't. I did
0: could even... have sworn she'd finished year twelve. I really last thought year. she had too because she was on her peas, she was driving, yep.
2: and I thought it turned out she was only like a year younger than Ben in the end.
0: Yeah, so I don't know if they're. Like rejigged the timeline for the purposes of this. They are. We are being gaslit. Ah. It's happening all the time. <laughs> Constant gaslighting. I, yeah, I thought she'd finished. To be honest, I was angry that she'd finished because I thought she still had a year to go. So I'm happy that she's still at school now, but I'm confused. And I don't want her to go to Erin High. I want her to go back to Port Macquarie and do well. With her little sisters and her dad.
2: Yeah. And like, what's with her shitty dad saying, oh yeah, look, hey, you can go and live down there. Um, yeah, this is healthy. You know, what the hell? Willow's a very resourceful young woman. She's a woman who, she's been able to get herself from London to Australia with no passport
0: and no money. Yeah. So. I'm shaking my head at this whole thing. One of the great moments of the whole week, I thought, was that big Rebecca family dinner at the pub. They all had a table at the waterhole. It's not very often you see the entire family around the table. You might have four people at a table for dinner, but well, you had... They literally couldn't fit the whole family around the table in Toadie's house, could they? No. So you had, yeah, you had Dippy, Puffy, Yashvi, Kersha and... Baby Hugo. Baby Hugo was shoved in something. I think it was in the pram. Then you had Toadie and Nellie and they were all having beautiful family time and just everyone was having a laugh and it was nice, just that moment of peace for Toadie. And then old mate Andrea swans on in and invites herself at the, to the table. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Willow's there too for some no, reason. No, you crowd, Andrea. <laughs> she asked the gall. Like yeah. I would never. She, like Sure, you fish to be asked to sit down. Yeah, yeah. You don't go, room for one more. Oh, oh that looks nice. Like this is probably the only time he's smiled in four months. Like, let him have a nice dinner with his family. Yeah, poor Toad. But also stupid Toad. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, our friends the Kennedys are planning a little trip to the UK. Just Carl and his sister Jemima going to go visit some of the family members over in London. Susan's got to stay behind on Millsy duty and Mm. look after the criminal that now lives in their house.
2: Yeah, there's, there's a bit of uproar about that this week as well. But you know what? How is Susan? Okay, imagine what a last second... Plane fare to London would cost, you'd be looking at 10 grand or at least for that. And I'd be like, you know, that's enough to go, nah, maybe I'll just go in a few
0: months. Do you know, though, we've got the golden ticket now in Jemima, Magda Javansky's <clears throat> character? Because anytime Carl needs something, oh, Jemima's transferred me the money. He, I want to buy a tram. Jemima's bought me a tram. Like, I want to go to London. Jemima's taking me. He's like got this secret Paul Robinson money well that he can dip into. There, I've got an idea for a bite
1: Oh, yes.
2: Maybe a Patreon exclusive. What if we record a nabite whilst on that number
0: 82 tram? Sure. I mean, there's some colourful characters on the 82 tram.
2: It doesn't have to be the whole journey, but, you know, part of it. it Where does fun. it
0: go to and from?
2: Mooney Pudge Junction to Footscray. And we could have lunch in Footscray. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's the number 82. It's what the tram, it's what the, the tram okay. cafe is going to be called. Look, we could pretend we're Jemima and their father.
0: <laughs> sure. I'll add that to the agenda. Now, we also say goodbye to dry toast Sean Millsy We barely knew you. Oh my god There's this scene where he tries to make a joke He tries to have Ellie think he wants to call the baby Norbert Oh yeah It was a practical joke that lasted 12 seconds
2: Jeez and if you can't get one over Ellie That's you yeah, <laughs> Just just give up now
0: So he witnesses this quote unquote moment Between Ellie and Mark in Harold's Cafe I He's a fucking idiot, okay? Like who would
2: ever thought you could come back from the situation where you're pregnant with a one-night-stands baby and that your husband's ever going to want to get back with you ever and again?
0: not only done that but passing it off as his own child. Yeah,
2: yeah. Like maybe after you've given birth and he falls in love with the child that you've given birth to... Maybe you could try for it then. But to push it now going, oh, I'll do anything to make you forgive me. And they're
0: all talking like getting back together is actually a viable option. Yeah,
2: no. No. Look, over the years, Mark Brennan, I've been like, oh, mate, mate, you've made some poor decisions. You've, you've been a bad person. But now I'm actually proud of him, That he having the, the autonomy to stand up and go, you know what? Here's the frickin' annulment papers.
0: Yeah, he's come good. And one of Ellie's arguments that she puts forward that she might be back in with a chance is that he hasn't signed them. I'm like, do you know how boring paperwork is? Yeah. I still haven't claimed my cash back from the fridge I bought last year. I'm sure that ship's sailed. But that's money. That's free money for me. Yeah. Paperwork is annoying. Yeah. Let alone annulment paperwork. Which you think is... she'd know that? Annulment I mean... paperwork is not real, for one. It's like for Legal legal Beck, friend of the show, said it would not be an annulment. It would be divorce. So uh, fair enough that he hasn't processed I, that. I
2: question this actually, and this is a question out there for Legal legal Beck, they wouldn't have submitted the paperwork for the marriage if it had finished that night. Couldn't they just tear up the paperwork that they'd oh, signed? Great point. It wouldn't have been sent off to the births, deaths, and marriages
0: yet. I also think that if she had said back when she was being the little mermaid on the rocks and slept with Sean, if she'd hauled her ass back to Detmec and said, hey, you know how we had that big blow up last night and you said you never wanted to touch me again and we're still in a precarious situation? Well, I got on the booze and I made a decision and that was not the greatest decision and it was to sleep with someone and it was a random and I've done that.
2: Probably got herpes. Full disclosure, this is where we're at. (laughs) Ellie would have been better to take the
0: morning after pill why does and and get a full sexual health screen Does no one on neighbor staff know that the morning after pill is in existence It's well,
2: very useful seeing as though we've only had one almost abortion on the show and that was 30, 30 years, years ago, ago. <laughs> I, I don't think it's a topic
0: that they like to cover oh, at oh, That's the right. 6.30. Sonia wanted to take it no someone wanted Sonia to take it because they when that all went pear-shaped.
2: Mike Brennan just needs to move to Dalesford. I reckon he'd have a
0: much calmer life out there. Oh, he'd love Dalesford. And I reckon Vanessa would know some lovely people through her cupcake baking circles yeah. that she could set him up with. Aaron Aaron, and David could totally move there too. You can't get rid of David. That's most of the diversity of the street that would go with him. So little uh, Dr. Phil, dry toast Sean, thinks he's going to reunite Mark and Ellie. And he plants the seed in Ellie's head that she's in with a chance. And the Susan and Carl are actually like, uh... Sweetie, we're going to have to let this one go.
2: See, if that's if we take it on face value. If we read into it more, Sean's hammering the, the nail into the coffin <laughs> of their
0: relationship. I have been calling her Eleanor online because I just feel like she needs to be spoken to the way you speak to a child you're scolding. Reprimanded. Yeah. Eleanor, and I feel like it is Eleanor because I saw the signature on the element papers.
2: Eleanor Conway. Yeah.
0: Sort yourself out. Is she, hang I need to check the credits. Is she still calling herself Brennan? Well, the signature looked like it said Eleanor Brennan on the annulment papers.
2: The saddest
0: bitch <laughs> in Aarons bra. The saddest bitch in Aronsbrook Just wants to love and be loved in return she was really cementing that title this week. It culminates in this moment where she goes back to the Brendan and she calls Mark on the moment that they had and do you think he hasn't signed the papers do you think he's in with a chance and he says this is the hardest thing I've ever had to do. And that's where I go, really Mark, really. It was harder than the time you went into witness protection. It was harder than the time you had to bury your fiance, harder than the time you lost the baby that you wanted or losing your best mate or missing her funeral. Or sending your brother to jail um, sending, harder than sending all,
2: your fiancé to jail. Yeah,
0: harder than all that stuff is ending a dumpster fire marriage.
2: Yeah, you know what that is. He should be feeling sweet relief yes. at this stage. Going, holy shit, I'm free from this crazy
0: mess. Got the house to myself. My stinky brothers aren't around. Having a great yeah, time. Yeah, I can watch Doctor Who twenty four seven. Yeah. <laughs> Someone in the Neighbours Council, our Facebook group a while back, did a really lovely character analysis of Mark and they said he's basically a nerd in a handsome man's body. He's a Doctor Who nerd. Neat freak. Yeah. He's a sweet man in an accidental model's body. So he's lived the life of an attractive man, but there's a real nerd in there dying to come out.
2: It's it's an accurate reading. And his
0: dream partner is not another commercial model (laughs) slash teacher. Selfish. <laughs> <laughs> Who would his ideal type be? Yeah, a Dalesford. Earth mother. Or bakery owner. Vanessa.
2: Um, so we're basically saying Vanessa, aren't we? Vanessa's Italian. Was, She'll have some cousins. Hang on. Was he trying to date Vanessa when she, when Lusicus? Oh, no, she was going – Dr. Reese. Oh, yeah. R.I.P.
0: He has this final kiss with her. And she's like, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. And really that was him saying his goodbye and he comes back and she's like, you didn't sign the papers? And he's like, yeah, well, now I've signed them. So Bye. <laughs> Sucked in. Uh, Can we try and go a week on Neighbours without seeing either of the canning men shirtless? (laughs) Please. I Are you invested at all in this tram plot? It's Canning v. Canning. No. Kyle can versus Gaz. i either them just
2: go down to the shed. We're going to see them shirtless. They may as well be working out.
0: What did you make of that plot line later in the week where Roxy goes on a bender because she's still sad that her auntie used to go out with her boyfriend?
2: Oh, yeah, and was a tozza, Cozza and bozza stole all the tools.
0: Which was a little bit of racial profiling because they did do some diversity casting with those extras that were Roxy's bar friends and suddenly they were thieves. They were petty thieves. I'm like, okay, thanks for the racial profiling, guys. But they were called Wozza, Kosa, and Toza, and Bolza. I don't think you meet anyone called that who isn't from Frangers, basically <laughs> of the Aryan race. It was just a bit of the casting didn't match up with the scripting.
2: Well, it's not the first time. No, is
0: it? I just I like to I like to shine a light on these things because that's how we learn and grow.
2: Okay, just say I, I just can't imagine being so drunk in any circumstance that I'd go. You know what? I'm gonna sleep on the floor of an. Um, partially constructed tram. First thing I'll do though, take me
0: top off. Also, to set the scene of how cold it is at the moment in Melbourne. Okay,
2: it's 10 to 10pm 10 and it is 6 degrees outside and it feels like 3 degrees.
0: Now, we went to see the waiting room perform and on the way there, Kate was on the way and I said, Kate, just got to pop to the shops. Do you know why? Because I hadn't worn enough clothes. I was cold and I had to go buy a jumper to wear to the gig. I wore my three-quarter length puffer coat to the gig as well. Roxy's sleeping in a tram in a bra.
2: I think she'd be like feeling hypothermic waking up.
0: Yeah, she used to wake up in a hospital room. Well, hopefully in an Erin Sparrow hospital. (laughs) Yeah, a decent hospital.
2: Hang on, my favourite part of this week, Ebony and her fragrance. Ebony
0: Buttrose. I'm obsessed with her last name, Kate, since you pointed it out to me. Buttrose by Ebony. No, But
2: (laughs) Or rose by Buttrose. What does it smell like, Maya?
0: It smells like buttrose <laughs> The seat of her pants. I don't understand how fragrance lines work. She's got some sort of deal at Chemist Warehouse, surely. But that's usually big grade celebrities. Yeah, yeah. You can't just – not just a rich
2: woman. I feel like a Playing for Keeps um, crossover here where um, Olympia Valance's character brought out her
0: own signature scent. Yeah, Talia by Talia. But in that show, she's a wag. She's a famous – she's an influencer and footballer girlfriend, which, by the way, Olympia is at the moment. She's dating a footballer.
2: Oh, yeah, CJ told us she's dating an Essendon footballer. So
0: can't wait for our – He's pretty hot too. Can't wait for our buddy watch recap of Playing for Keeps Season 2 with Olympia's art imitating life. Life imitating art, yes. really, yeah. So that's it, really. Um, Neighbours has been posting the countdown to the Andrea reveal. I think we've but got – Last like- week
2: they said there was two weeks to go. Yeah. Do you believe it there?
0: I'm hanging, I'm hanging on to it. I'm hanging on to the belief. It's a shame we- it didn't wrap up this week to culminate in the Logies voting. They should have timed that better.
2: I don't believe them anymore. No,
0: except I got caught a glimpse of TV week. There's a spoiler on the cover. Oh,
2: God damn it. Actually, I, don't, I, I don't
0: like that I saw it. It's
2: it's just gone on too long and I don't believe we'll get the final answer now.
0: They've got to leave something for when they want to pull another rabbit out of the hat. Do you want to know my my latest theory? Oh, what's that? Sonia was in on the long con. Sonia was in on the grift. So remember how when Toadie first met Sonia, she was masquerading as a guide dog puppy trainer, but really she wanted to get in to his life to reconnect with her son.
2: And that's actually something I never forgave her for because I just thought you just deceived this poor man for over a year just purely to get access to his son.
0: So my theory is she was a con woman yep. back then, Sonia was. So um, Sonia met Andrea at Con Woman Academy. Yeah, at probably at the Salamanca Markets.
2: <laughs> yes. I found this sucker.
0: Yeah, or, I, or if D's real or Karen, whatever, they're like, hey, my old husband, Tody, he's a mark. Get up there to Eresborough. Get in there. Take that sweet lawyer cash. So Sonia's up there. She's in on the long con, but maybe she falls for Toddy, and maybe has and she's like, "Oh, my son's here too. I've got to stick around." So she the plan falls apart. So then the Blondies have to like, well, we better finish the job because Sonia has fucked it up. So they've got to take her out. Oh fuck! Oh. <laughs> I still think it's it's quite
2: possible that. But- Andrea is in, like, is a lizard in a D suit.
0: What? Oh, Citizen Citizen. Oh, Shittizen Ian. Citizen Carrie Armstrong as Nanny Alice slash Heather because what are you doing? How can we
2: redeem her so she sticks around? She'd be a perfect foil for Sheila. If they could redeem Millsy with his chemical terrorism, surely they can redeem Heather with her just poisoning. <gasps> New theory, Bea.
0: Nanny Alice is D. She's just aged badly. <laughs> just had some reconstruction done.
2: It might be true. She,
0: she's not hanging around because she's got to do the reboot of Sea Change over on the Nine Network, so they're not getting her back.
2: God damn it. I, it was a good one, I reckon. Come on. Look, If we've only got two weeks to go, guys. Okay, so A, vote for the Logies. B, send us your most batshit insane D-theories that you possibly can. So if you send us your theories, we will put it into a Conspiracy Theory
0: compilation. Excellent. Okay, yes. Tweet them at us at Neighbours Pod or on, um, in the Facebook group Neighbours Council. Email them, Neighbours at gmail.com. The nuttier the better because God knows Neighbours loves a bit of crazy. If you want to put them into a voice memo, go ahead. Tom on Twitter says that I should live stream the reaction of when it all unfolds. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah.
2: We'll try and get the, the,
0: the us together to do it together. Yes, like when we did the murder gala. Yes, Yeah. Okay, well, Kate, thanks for coming with me to Uh, Dr. Carl's gig.
2: We had a ball, and I would honestly recommend it to everyone. If it had just been Joe Schmo playing, we would have enjoyed it.
0: And check out his music, alanfletcher.net, or I've said what you could do earlier if you want to win a copy of one of his CDs, Retro.
2: All there and I have been saying to each other since we saw each other again tonight is,
0: what a nice man. Salt of the earth. So lovely. Just one of a kind. So, yeah, if you want to win one, vote for the Logies. Tell us you voted for Neighbours. If you can't vote, tell us you've encouraged a friend or relative to vote. And or you
2: voted for them.
0: Or you've encouraged them. We don't want to get into this drive. We don't want a current affair to do an expose on us. Hopefully, next time you hear Neighbours, it will come to you from the beautiful Gold Coast. Watch this space. If you are on patreon.com slash Neighbours pod, get the app because I will be posting lens videos from the Gold Coast, hopefully a live stream. We'll see what we can do. I've got freaking big plans. I do not have flights booked. So this is going to be an expensive and interesting week. So
2: it's, it's hey, it's classic Neighbours, yes. isn't it? Like you can't do anything without doing it last minute.
0: Yeah, we're going to get into the... um. Eden Hills travel agent to get us up there and back. Thanks, Kate. You're on Twitter. I'm at Remude. I'm Vaya Pashos. CJ will be back next time as well. CJ the Hot Mess Mum on Instagram. I'm Vays on Instagram, V-A-Y-S and we are neighborspod.com for all our back catalogue. You can leave us a review on however you listen to us as well. That'd be delightful. We love a review. And that's it. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Oh, I
2: don't know why she's leaving or where she's-